0: Welcome to Raising Your Spirits. Our hope is to help you make positive changes by providing guided messages from Spirit. Tuning forks, crystals, and distance healing are how we pass those messages from Spirit to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your vibrational growth with us. Your host for this version of Raising Your Spirits, Tony Ginnis. Glad everybody can make it. Uh, Today's subject is super important. We talk about control, what it means when people are constantly looking at controlling everything, even the things that they don't want to control or they can't control. There's always something in there that's changing those things. The idea is, what exactly is control? I'll give you the fantasy version of it first. Control is when you think you could control other people. In a sense, that's not true. You need those people to have permission. And the way you get that, I guess permission, is through coercion. Either you coerce the person, you force them into it, you ridicule them, you bribe them. Whatever it takes for them to think like you or do whatever it is that they want you to do that's control. But it's not really control, is it? It's manipulation. And whenever there's a manipulation energy anywhere, it's always on their terms and they don't have any regard for other people's feelings, other people's situation. There's never anything that makes any sense. And eventually, the manipulation will eventually turn into fear. You'll actually fear this person. In the very beginning of a relationship, if you are going through one or if there's anything going on at work, there's a work thing going on and the person is always trying to control, it is always your final choice of how you're going to react. Because when you don't react at all, because there are people like that, that no matter what you do, there's no way you're going to move them. It's the control element that is so key, and this is another thing we want to sort of cover regarding self-control. There's no such thing as self-control, and yet many healers, many people say, you know, you know, you have no self-control, you have no willpower. Uh, that usually comes up when, let's say, you're trying to lose weight. Oh, I have no willpower. If there's any cake in the house at all or ice cream, it's gone. I have no willpower. I have no self-control to do that. Well, that isn't the issue. Because what's happening is whatever it is that you feel you shouldn't have, you feel you deserve it because you're trying to compensate for something. Of a lack of something else. It has nothing to do with control. Control is just sort of the outcome at the end. Some of the affirmations I've heard regarding this Have you ever heard of this? If you want to get anything done, you got to do it yourself. Have you heard that term? The more control you have over yourself, the less others will have control over you. If you really want control, drop the illusion of control. And whether a person is 40 years plus... You try to convince someone who's 40 years plus, or at three, there's no way. But somewhere in the middle, you can. Somewhere in the middle, you've got uh, someone who's six or ten years old, and they want to belong to something, then control can be used to make you do whatever it is other people want you to do. When we start tying in what other people are thinking to what we should be thinking. And they're saying, you know, they're trying to convince you. And there's so many examples of this in society. When one person does something, then they want you to do the same thing. And if you don't, for whatever reason, then you're kind of seen as an outcast. Or But there's that element that you, we want to belong. But, you know, if you don't want to, you don't need to belong anywhere. You're quite happy on your own. It doesn't work. So then other things Other strategies are said, but it's all about control because the person that is controlling is number one, they're very aggressive. Spirit wants to give you the difference between aggression and assertiveness. There are two different things, but it kind of looks the same to some when you look at it from a distance. Being aggressive means forcing someone to say or do or to act the way you want. They are more concerned with how you do something than just getting it done. Who taught you how to drive? Who taught you how to throw a ball? Who taught you how to cook? Who taught, you know, that kind of comments. When we look at things like that, then there's the tendency that we have to do whatever it is the way the person is telling us how to do it. And that is, again, a small element of control. But Spirit says, you know, there's so many ways to cook. There's so many ways to drive safely. There's so many ways. As long as the end result is safety, that's the really the end result. That's how you know you made it. Is if you get to point A to point B and you didn't crash up the car or no one got hurt. And that's the essence of it all. But sometimes they get hooked on a method of doing it. And then they want to say, you have to do it the same way. Otherwise, you're not driving safely or you're not cooking it right. If you have to... I remember many years ago when my mom used to make corn on the cob and somebody told her that she had to cook this for hours. And so for the first three or four or five years she was making corn on the cob, she'd put it on the stove at eight o'clock in the morning. So by lunch we would have corn in the cob. And somebody mentioned, you don't have to cook it that long. All it needs is about two minutes. You boil the water, put it in, two minutes later, you're good to go. And we tried that, and it was amazing. When we look at the how, and we're so stuck on the how, it doesn't mean it's the only way to do something. And this is where control people that are more looking at how you do something, not the end result, is how you know what's going to be real control. They get upset when you don't do it. So there's also anger in there. Again, the thing about control is about brides. We see this a lot when brides are proposed to, and now they're organizing their own wedding. And of the brides, and they have shows on this, Of the brides that have a very, very rigid way that they want the wedding to go. They want the flowers to be just so-so. You better have pink peonies, not magenta. That kind of detail. You've got to have off-white tablecloths. You've got to have a band. It's got to be at least four or eight people. Whatever envision that this person has in their head. And it's very rigid. And after all this perfection, then I have the wedding I want. And there's nothing but problems with that, as you can see. There are so many moving parts. And they even want the weather to be perfect. They want everybody to dress perfectly. Everybody comes in on time. All 250 people have to come on time. Have you ever tried to get 10 people to get organized? I can't imagine what it's like for 250. And I've heard of cases where they just have a meltdown because nothing is going the way that they expected it to go. There's that control issue. They want to control it. And then I knew a couple that they talked about their wedding and everything in this wedding went wrong. Absolutely everything. At the wedding, it was raining. It was supposed to be a beautiful day. It poured it crazy, and so they ended up going into a hall, which wasn't booked, and they ended up in a basement. And at the ceremony, the priest, or the person that was doing the officiant, they came in late and drunk, started the vows, and he started it like this, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, and he started talking and the way that it was going, this is like a funeral. He got the the vows mixed up in his head. He thought it was a funeral. And so they started laughing through the whole thing. Why are you talking about a funeral at our wedding? <laughs> uh, the cake didn't arrive. And it was just one thing wrong after another. But they loved each other. You know, They we got married and that's really all that it has been. What a great attitude. They were married for 40 years. When we look at control and what it can do, and when we step back, it's amazing what happens when we step back. This is the end of part one, Does Control Exist? Now go over to part two, so we can talk about your one thing. Thank you for listening to Raising Your Spirits. If there is a subject you would like to hear in a future podcast or would like to book a session with Tony, reach out to his Facebook group at Janice Shields Natural Healing Center or group tuning classes with Tony on his online virtual weekly classes. The YouTube channel is Suzanne and Tony 17. That's Suzanne and Tony all one word and the number 17. And the website is lovehigherself.com.